0: We'll be there
1: for you. We'll be there for you. I'm going to take singing lessons.
0: No, but like actually same.
1: But you can actually sing,
0: Salvador. Uh, That's a ball-headed lie.
1: That is not true. Although Matt might be giving you a run
0: for your money. Uh, Matt, if you're hearing this, dude, like impressive. Like seriously impressive.
1: So Impressive. That was such a fun activity on Saturday.
0: Yeah, thank you for that. So, for all you listeners, um, Bianca and I this weekend partook in a very uh, <laughs> is exciting the right word or interesting exciting, like, different
1: unconventional virtual trivia.
0: Yeah. Um, so, myself, your favorite Mexican and Finland podcaster, Salvador. Mm. Um, paired up with uh matt who we just mentioned and uh tom from our office who are great and wonderful creative individuals um and we put together a trivia night for um our co-workers that we did for charity which involved uh asking wonderful questions such as have you been paying attention to our recurring meetings at work
1: um, <laughs> which <laughs> i you... think my team we got those wrong did you <laughs> yeah I love that. so cool although my team got second so
0: so you guys think, were like doing pretty good oh yeah because you were the chalamet yeah we were Ch-
1: timothy chalamet <laughs> knows everything or something or may know the answer and he was really with us during during that night on saturday
0: yeah, i feel like he really helped you guys pull through you know exactly um But yeah, and then there was also questions. Shout out to Tom for picking these out, but it was like questions related to have you been listening to this podcast?
1: Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I actually might have gotten one wrong.
0: (laughs) Was it Monkey? Did you not remember It was Monkey monkey
1: because I was like, okay, I know I drank homemade SEMA. I was like, did Sal say he did homemade SEMA too? I was like, or was it the donuts that he made and I... Only ate them from mm. like the store, and yeah, I'm sorry, I did this oh, wrong.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Someone answered salmon soup. In
1: oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> now I want soup though.
0: Yeah, right. Like that's a sound yummy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and like part of the the trivia was I got to reenact scenes from movies and like recreated them all a la TikTok style.
1: They were amazing,
0: which was super fun.
1: Which, if you guys follow Salvador on the medias, you would have seen them on his story. I think yesterday and today. Yeah. So think, get your votes in.
0: Yeah, like reach out to me. Like I'm not going to talk about which movies I quoted. Um, yeah, I no, no. You no. can still catch me today on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. When the day that this episode drops, you might still have a chance to answer. But um, prize TBD. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh But no, but it was so fun. And yeah, we did all did that on Saturday. And I think it was like, was it like 20 to 30 of us playing over Microsoft Teams? So it was really awesome. And it was such a creative type of trivia. So thank you, Salvador and Matt and Tom for putting that together because it made Saturday night really fun.
0: Yeah, no, thank you guys for participating. It was definitely a fun way to spend like a gloomy, wet and rainy Saturday.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I wasn't productive Saturday. Otherwise, I like tried to nap because it was rainy and I was like, now's the time for me to learn how to nap. Um, And it didn't work. But how was your Saturday?
0: Mine was good. So like apart from the trivia, um, I went over to a friend's house and we like prepped the dough to make Chicago style pizza.
1: Ooh, yum. So have you done that before?
0: I had not. He's, like, a culinary genius. Andrew, if you're listening to this, like, shout out, because... He had had me over a few weeks ago, and, like, I did not participate in the process at all, Um, Mm -hmm. and I just came and enjoyed. But I was really curious. I was like, how do you make this? Um, Because, first of all, I'm not a baker, if anybody who knows me. I am very much – I saw a meme that was like, ooh, like, how do you know how much, like, seasoning to put in your food? And you're like, I just wait until the spirits of my ancestors, like, descend (laughs) and, like, tell me to stop. Um, That is me when I cook. (laughs) I'm just like, yeah, a little bit of paprika, a little bit of garlic. It's just just like go nuts until, you know, I look at it and I'm like, that looks right. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I like I despise baking because like if you are off by like a gram, you are ruined the whole thing.
1: Yeah. So it's like you you literally can just whip something up because you have that literally the ancestral knowledge but no obviously you've been cooking for a long time so but yeah with baking I've never baked anything so in like but dough like wait do you how do you make dough do you bake it I'm yeah, confused yeah it was like
0: flour so we uh, yeah I trying, let me see if I could remember this process and make Andrew proud um because we put yeast we like heated up some water to like a very specific temperature slightly over 100 degrees fahrenheit or celsius no it was celsius i'm sorry i only
1: know celsius <laughs> yeah i was like it's celsius <laughs> just kidding i it still like
0: translated o- all to fahrenheit it was like 104.7 or something something like that sure. or like 107.4 maybe a combination of those numbers um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then we put like 700 to 800 grams of art wa- milliliters of water with like a certain amount of yeast and we just like let that yeast really get going in the water mm-hmm. um Meanwhile, it was like mixing flour with – after the yeast had gotten going, mixing the the flour with the yeast and the water and then it, some butter and just butter? kneading. Yeah. You need to put a fat in there. Okay. To really and then enjoy. you
1: just like roll it to make the dough.
0: Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of like slapping it on the table and just yeah. really trying to get the dough to, to settle right um okay so I got like an upper body workout you definitely (laughs) got a
1: workout in I was gonna say like (laughs) how tight are your what are these um (laughs) (laughs) triceps
0: like the whole upper body um yeah no it was yeah definitely a little more strenuous than I anticipated but it was fun Mm -hmm. and we let it settle for 24 hours and so I got to like show up and reap the benefits on Sunday
1: oh my god that's awesome yeah. What a good weekend. Who knew baking could bring you so much joy. Well, is it is it baking if you make the dough? I guess then but, you're making the pizza after.
0: Yeah. Cause
1: cooking.
0: A, Cause then like the pizza, mm. even though the ingredients like the sauce is made on a pan, you like end up putting everything in the oven anyway. So you could, like bake a pizza, right?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm just all about the fropey life, which I guess <laughs> is you're baking the frozen pizza. I don't know. Man, I need to step up my game. I mean, that's just like the takeaway I always have from your weekends and then mine. I tried to nap and you're like, I got an upper body workout while making dough.
0: Yeah. Well, tell us about your Saturday. like So apart from trying to nap and playing a little trivia.
1: Um, I then, uh, after trivia, hung out with some friends and we watched – Eurovision, I but it was like not the traditional Eurovision. So, for those who don't know what Eurovision is, this was actually my first time like watching it. But basically, it's a singing competition that's been going on since the 50s in Europe, um, and the countries in Europe and other countries. We'll get to that in a second. Um, pick one song and an artist to participate every year. I guess it's like May every year um against each other and uh like countries then vote um on the best song and you can't vote for your own country's artist. So like people with a Finnish phone number wouldn't be able to vote for the um Finnish song and uh, artist. Um and so typically it should just be European countries, but like last year they had Australia or something.
0: Australia is like a standard competitor.
1: Now they're a standard competitor and like Israel is Mm -hmm. part of it. And I feel like there's other random ones, but we watched that this past weekend and it was interesting. It was kind of sad and like sappy because of like COVID stuff, but um, it was still cool to see. Snippets of their performances.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I so I've watched it live the last two years. Okay. Um, in like in its full form. And I also watched it this, uh, this Saturday. To be fair, yeah, it was really cheesy and corny. Um, I can't even really remember highlights because, um, I was yeah. a couple of gin and tonics in before we had even started. <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah, I love, like, the traditional, like, format. And so, yeah, you basically, when you're watching it, like, if you're, like, a like person who really, really follows it, which mm-hmm. at this point, like, I'm very close with some folks that are very passionate about it. So I've even watched, like, the semifinals leading up to it. Okay. um, You are watching these people sing the same song multiple times.
1: Right, because like, it's just one song. And is it the same, like, costumes and, like, stage theatrics and stuff? Mm, yep. Okay. Um,
0: so they're performing the song the exact same way in every round, um, and maybe just like perfecting it before they get to the finals, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's just it's so funny. Like you just kind of notice these trends. Like yeah, the costumes are eccentric. Like the fire effects are incredible. Um, it mm-hmm. it's hilarious. And like I've played with folks that have just some great drinking games, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some of these performers really just like to eye fuck the camera Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and like watching them and be like, Oh, 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 he held that eye contact for way too long. Time to take a drink. Yeah. It's, it is a blast, but there's some bangers in there too.
1: I couldn't really tell for this year's songs Um, because they were just doing snippets, which, so I was like, Oh, then next year they're definitely going to keep the same artists in the same songs. But then I read that they're not allowed to do the same songs next year. Ooh. So I'm confused why they didn't show the whole thing. But um, yeah, uh, I definitely want to get into it and watch it next year, wherever I live. And I maybe even read that the U.S. might be invited.
0: Oh, my God. Which
1: please. I don't know how I feel about that.
0: My immediate opinion is out. that the, there's like something about the culture to Eurovision that the U.S. just like would not get. Like, yeah. You can't put in like a top 40 hit. And expect to win with it. Like yeah. you need, you need to put in something that's really out there and like mm-hmm. typically pretty corny. I mean, the one time Finland has won, it was with this really, really aggressive song. Um, if anybody wants, they should just look up like Eurovision 2006 Finland.
1: Oh my god! We then watched that afterwards, and we watched other performances. But everyone needs to watch that. We'll put it in the um show like summary but the band i think is lordy
0: lordy yeah it is
1: so everyone must watch it it's it insane
0: <laughs> but it finland like,
1: won yeah that's so that's good for them
0: yeah people gave the win to to finland on that one and like that's <laughs> about as like pop culture as you can get in europe around this time of year at tbqh yeah yeah
1: um, so I'm glad I like watched it because even though it's not the traditional one, um, because it's kind of getting me excited to watch in the future. Um, yeah. But really interesting that Australia is going to be a permanent member. Like, when could they watch it? Isn't it like all live, like European time?
0: <laughs> like it is. So I'm wondering if it's actually like beginning of the day for them. <laughs>
1: True, because they are like twelve
0: hours yeah. ahead. Yeah. Although I recommend seeing their song from last year. It is literally okay. some woman with a pole and like, <laughs> it reminds me of like Wicked where like Alphaba's, mm-hmm. you know, at the top singing her finale note, like defying gravity. But mm-hmm. it's like a woman in like a white dress that just like, she's in the midair with the f- dress all the way flowing down. And just like a woman on like this stick of like equal height, <laughs> who's literally just like bouncing back and forth. And like, I swear <laughs> if that, whatever pole she's on just like snapped homegirl would die on oh. her way down
1: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay i'm definitely gonna pull that up after this um i think of the
0: song is called gravity <laughs> oh my there god,
1: we I'm go like... <laughs> i'm literally writing that down on my notes
0: so like um, also you know defying gravity, 2019. gravity yeah. australia they, eurovision
1: they took a um page out of broadway's book okay yeah gravity 2019 australia eurovision
0: Well, other than like Eurovision, what kind of like pop culture have you been keeping up with lately?
1: Um, well, I don't know if this is really pop culture-y, but it's (laughs) culture, I guess, maybe I am reading a really good book right now. Um, i actually picked it up at the library on Saturday. It's from 2017. So people may have already read it or have heard of it. Um, it's called conversations with friends by Sally Rooney and Hmm. Uh, Her other book that people might have heard of called Normal People yeah, um, yeah, is uh, I think from 2018 or 2019 and is now a TV show. So I was like, oh, let me look up this lady and uh, Conversations with Friends was her first one. So I grabbed that from the library and it's really good so far. I'm a third of the way through um, and I like could not put it down last night to go to sleep. Um, But it's basically about like two young like young 20s university students and they befriend like an older couple um and so it's just about kind of like the four of them and what happens uh between them and relationships change um and it's from the point of view of um one of the 21 year olds and it's very interesting to like read or whatever hear her take on like um just like how she's processing like the relationships with these people and like uh, how she interprets why people say certain things. Like she thinks everyone's like very calculated and I don't know. It's very, it's a really good read and I highly recommend it.
0: Interesting. So it's kind of like, it sounds like a contemporary, like who's afraid of Virginia Woolf.
1: I have not read that. <laughs> so oh, yeah. No, no
0: worries. It, the premise of it is basically like it's these uh, university. It's like a two men that work at the university. One is significantly older. One is like younger. Um, and they're wives. And so I think like oh, it's been so long since I've read it. But like the younger couple gets invited to the older couple's house for a dinner party and they start drinking and tensions arise and seduction and... Yeah. Um it's I think it
1: could definitely be similar for sure. Um yeah. it's not over just one night. It's over however long, but um it's yeah, starts off kind of similar actually.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I was like who's very afraid of Virginia Woolf is a play, so it's like done okay. in like as as one evening. Yeah. But oh.
1: I'm going to add that to my list then too, but it's really good. And I can't wait to read it tonight. I'm very much a read before bed person, um, to normally make me like tired and fall asleep, but I could not fall. Like I just wanted to keep reading last night and I stayed up way too late.
0: That's incredible. You're my role model. I wish I could do that. I keep wanting to be the kind of person who reads right before bed. (laughs)
1: It's the only time I read, okay? Like, let's not get it twisted. <laughs> it Otherwise, you know I'm watching my TV shows, which, by the way, did you watch Never Have I Ever? Like
0: I did. So at your recommendation, <gasps> yes. I sat down and I could not stop. That show is there we incredible.
1: Go. It's good, right? Mindy I, Kaling.
0: Yeah, like I zoomed through it. I I love the like kind of minority nuance to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I I don't know, like the way that they paint her family life and some of the comments from her mother. Like there are some things I think about like immigrant characters that are just universal mm-hmm. um to like the immigrant experience. And I saw so much of that, it like, you know, I just it stabbed me in the chest because I was like, Oh my god, this yeah. is totally what it was like growing up this way. Yeah. Um, but I oh, I don't know. I just kind of feel like I have, like, zero words for how enamored I became with that show.
1: Yay. So uh, who's your favorite character? <laughs> how old do we think Paxton is in real life? Can I have oh, a crush on him?
0: He's got to be, like, 25 or 26, <laughs> Okay, right?
1: so that's fine.
0: Like, I'm pretty <laughs> like sure. As long as
1: he's not, like, 18.
0: <laughs> no, um, he's definitely older. I really love the, uh, like, thespian best friend, which, like, you know,
1: Uh, typical for me (laughs) yeah
0: she was just like oh my god i'm dating a guy from the tech crew and it was like a secret i was dying okay but fabiola and her coming out story also yeah so sweet uh it's eleanor and fabiola right i was like i was like why can't i remember these names yeah no exactly yeah um i don't know i think eleanor like made me smile because of a lot of the, the references um but actually, now that I really think about it, I think Fabiola is my favorite character.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who's my favorite. I just like that it was uh, like I feel I felt like the storylines were, you know, like the supporting characters' storylines were still like told well, um, yeah. and throughout the whole like I think it was ten episodes, um, and rather than just being like. You know, supporting like the main character and that one storyline of her trying to <laughs> uh, get that guy. But, um, well, I mean, there was more to it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, again, I forget if you said you'd seen like other Mindy Kaling stuff or are familiar with her writing.
0: I, yeah, I had not actually. Okay. Um, so I was like familiar with her from The Office and yeah. she had that like medical related character show. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: it was the Mindy project Mindy yeah. project.
0: Yeah. And that, so like, I was aware of its existence, but I actually never watched it. Um, but yeah, I was like, this was a great introduction.
1: Yeah. It's written really well. And the Mindy project is like similar, um, writing style. So I think last time I mentioned it was like kind of hard to be like, Oh, this like 17 year old or 16 year old girl, It's it's like believable for her to be saying these things because I just think of Mindy Kaling. Um, Uh, But I'm glad like it was like you liked it and like we'll def watch season two.
0: Yeah, I actually didn't even like watch it with those goggles. Like I'd forgotten you had made that statement. Um, Good. But I think that maybe that helped out because I I didn't find anything to be like unrealistic about it. She's just like driven teenage character who like happens to be boy crazy and – yeah uh and just every other detail about it was like so great i still like very distinctly remember the like scene where um the mother is sitting with the therapist and like the therapist is trying to trying to figure out how she's dealing with the trauma and she just goes therapy is for white people i was like yeah. oh my god <laughs> it's like boom it's i th- this goes back to you know the question that we received a while back about like how do you explain mental health to your traditionalist mm. family? I was like, honey, like yeah.
1: you cannot, you cannot. No, we gave good, you gave good advice on that. So that girl, hope they took those, that advice. But um, yeah, this is good pop culture, good for us.
0: We are so with
1: Eurovision it. books. Never have I ever.
0: Yeah, I was oh, gonna are say, you actually, reading anything? Yeah, I was going to say, on the topic of books, girl. So unlike you, I'm not reading anything sophisticated.
1: Um, <laughs> I don't
0: know if this is sophisticated, but... Well, so uh, Kindle, like the Kindle store keeps trying to get me to read um, normal people. Oh, okay. Um, so that's why I was like aware. I was just like, it is literally like, it just keeps... It, I feel like Amazon is going to like lose its shit if I don't read that book in the next couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do have it on my list, but like, I don't want to pay for it. Uh, there's like a long no. list of the library. Um, but,
1: Oh, well it's actually on the shelf at OD like, and can't be put on hold. Um, oh. so you should, if you ever are downtown, you can just pop in there and be like, see if it's around.
0: I should actually, that way yeah. I can get that one off the list. Um, yeah. but a cup, maybe like uh, a month ago. Um, I was able to get like one free ebook from Kindle store. Nice. I forget why, cause I had some credits, um, but I picked up this book called stories we never told.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and this is only the prequel to the book that I'm reading. Well, it's not the actual prequel, but it like uh, primed me for reading the book that I'm reading now. Mm-hmm. Um, stories we never told was this like sensual thriller about this, mm. like female psychology professor at this like university in the dc area whose ex-boyfriend was like the head of the department of psychology who like helped shape her career but he's like super prestigious and like has money and mysterious and Mm -hmm. like this female professor is married to this like sports recruiter who's like never around so like after she broke up with that man um she like married this other guy but like the guy, her, and the ex-boyfriend are all, like, friends. And so the story begins with the ex-boyfriend coming back from a year of sabbatical. And in okay. that year, the, like, psychology professor has, like, hired a new postdoc for the department. Okay. Um, and her, her husband, and the ex-boyfriend were all going to get together for dinner. And the ex-boyfriend's like, oh, I'm going to bring, like, a guest. I'm going to bring a friend to dinner. Um, and it turns out to be the postdoc. Hmm. Um, and there's like clearly something going on between the postdoc and the ex-boyfriend. And like the main female character starts like obsessing over the fact that he's like moving on and like with this other woman.
1: Right. Um,
0: and I mean, like, I don't know how much. Does she to, murder like, him? <laughs> no, but there was <laughs> eventually murder in this novel. Like, oh my God. it It goes from like. Oh girl. I just, mm.
1: <laughs> do you recommend I read it?
0: I recommend it. It's like, I wouldn't say you're okay. going to like be a better person for it. I gave no, but a I like
1: thrillers.
0: Of, yeah. It's, it's good. Like the, the revelations that come through are pretty entertaining. I only mm-hmm. gave it a four out of five. Cause I think it ended really, really fast. And then once mm-hmm. like the ending was determined or like the, cl- once the climax hit, I just feel like yeah. everything else was kind of superfluous, but yeah. Uh, yeah I really enjoyed it but it got me in the mood to like read more trashy stuff yes obviously <laughs> so I mean I really hope this does not reflect poorly on my character um but Amazon recommended a novel to me called BFF best okay. friend's father <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, you- yes continue I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you a second <laughs>
1: I I I hope I know where this is going.
0: So it's about this young college guy who is best friends with this other guy who happens to have a rich dad who like owns a property in like Mexico, Touristy Mexico, like a resort town. <laughs> um so he's on vacation with his friend in Touristy Mexico, hitting the beach and like, you know, hitting on the ladies. Um, but then it turns out that the dad is there by mistake because he got the days wrong or something. And the dad wants the young friend, and the friend wants the dad. And, you know, <laughs> it is just playing out. Um, yes. It is by no means fine literature, but girl.
1: <laughs> we need the drama in our lives.
0: Yeah, I just love it. That's one
1: way to get it.
0: I feel like for. Okay, people Okay, Amazon know me, coming through. Yeah, for people that know me, like reading a book called Best Friend's Father is definitely not out of my wheelhouse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're so versatile. <laughs> Damn. I, I like to
0: mix up the trash with, you know, the occasional like, classic.
1: Can't stay too classy.
0: Exactly.
1: Best friend's father. Okay. Wait, what was the other one's called other one called
0: though? Uh stories we never told.
1: Stories we never told.
0: And I think right that on. one came out, yeah, it was uh, published May 2020. Literally oh. two weeks ago. What? No nice.
1: Way. And you already read it? I guess you got it on Kindle.
0: Yeah.
1: So, right? I, was, so. I also think I got it Straight before to ebook. May. Maybe it was like already, maybe it was like a
0: special for Kindle. Yeah. Or something like that. But okay. But yeah. So that one, I highly recommend.
1: Okay. And best friend's father best obviously
0: friends. and it's part of a trilogy so i'm just like i Ooh. wonder how far they're gonna stretch this
1: yes wait that's kind of exciting though because <laughs> it's like what could happen and then you have at least you know you're gonna read like three books congrats already
0: i love it i'm
1: reading's hard
0: it is very difficult <laughs> which actually kind of ties into our topic of the week yes Reading is difficult it how do i do more of it um we are here to talk about. Da-na-na-na.
1: Drum roll. Focus. 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 Is it impossible? Maybe.
0: Yeah. I'm just kidding. I mean, it's po- <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Like being in so many
1: aspects
0: and having to juggle so many priorities.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, you're How do we narrow say, in? Right. Like you have so many things competing for your attention, either mm-hmm. 17 million of your friends telling you exactly what to watch, you know, and we're just mm-hmm. contributing to that problem.
1: But you um, should listen to us first.
0: But you should listen to us and listen, to, read the books that we tell you to and watch the movies that we tell you to. Yes. Um, but like you got bills to pay, you've got work priorities. And with most people working from home now, it's really hard to like separate the work from the home. And mm-hmm. you have errands you need to run, and you got laundry you need to do. Am I giving anybody anxiety right now? Just, like, I'm
1: hyperventilating. <laughs> I was on mute. No. <laughs>
0: focus, Bianca, focus.
1: <laughs> I'm stressed. Um, I'm, yeah, I don't know. It's just like all the things that we got to get done in general, plus, you know, with the current um, world situation. That's happening. I feel like it's harder than ever, you know, not just like on focusing on, you know, yourself or your relationships or like work or even like hobbies. Um, I don't know. It's just like it seems to be affecting every area of life and like focus is not there for me.
0: Right. So it was really great to get some of your questions. Cause I think it really put a thinking cap on both of us. To mm-hmm. dig deep and think like, you know, I can't even say that my answers to these questions are well-founded because I haven't really done them myself, but it made me think maybe these are some things I should implement to address yeah. um, how I'm kind of tackling all these priorities. Should we jump into our first question?
1: Yes. Um, so I think I'm going to ask this one to you because we know I do, I live alone. <laughs> single and proud. Okay. Um, but I think this one was very interesting and like, I definitely want to hear your take Salvador because, um, I mean, it's definitely also applicable for people that live alone. So, um, but I think you need to take a first stab at it. So what are your thoughts on how do you focus on yourself? If you're sheltering in place with another person without feeling like you're neglecting that other person. So kind of like, making sure you're getting what you need to get done, self-care, things like that, but being considerate.
0: Yeah, for sure. I actually think this question was very, very well-timed because, um, back when we first started all this shelter in place stuff, um, Mm. and I felt like I got sick and everything, my top priority was Mm. us. And it was like, let's make sure we're healthy, that we're okay. Um, so I wasn't even really just thinking about myself. I was consistently thinking about the best interest of both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we've been in this now for going on three months. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably like reaching the two and a half mark. And um, I think in the last, you know, three, four weeks, we've gotten our health, you know, back together. And like we're both working and like he's going into his office daily. I'm starting to work from the office. Um, and so Mm -hmm. now it's been ways of like thinking, okay, like we still can't live life the way that we are and we're still spending a lot of time together. Um, but now being more deliberate about what we're doing together. Um, and I Mm -hmm. think that's going to be like my key piece of advice. Um, I like maybe three, four weeks ago, a month ago, I said like, let's do a date night. Like Mm -hmm. let's intentionally make. A beautiful meal together, played it, set up the, the, you know, the table and, um, like turn off our phones. And mm-hmm. then I even have these like little popcorn boxes that like we made so you know, popcorn. Cute. Yeah. So it was like, well, let's go to the movies. Um, and it was nice. It like, it helped me feel like, okay, well I can get other stuff done today. Um, knowing that. Like, we will acknowledge one another and, like, make each other feel special and mm-hmm. address each other's needs a little bit later. Yeah. Um, I that like is, that idea. Yeah. It, it definitely helps. Like, it helps partition and adds a little bit of oomph to your daily activities because you, you really can't do much. Um, mm-hmm. You kind of have to get creative. But I think on top of that, like, have a conversation about it too you know saying like hey I hope this is okay but I think something that would be really helpful for me is if I like took two hours out of my day and like went to the gym or worked out at home and like showered and like wrote in my journal or whatever it is for you Mm -hmm. um and just say like those are two hours you also get to yourself and then let's reunite after that time period is over and be an us again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, that's definitely the piece that I feel like I can contribute to since I, since just based on like friends experiences and chatting with them and just making sure you're open with like your needs. And that would also probably help your significant other or your roommate or whoever you're sheltering in the same place with like, also feel comfortable to share the same sentiments or like similar because you know, especially since it's been almost three months in a lot of places, they're likely feeling the same way. Um, so that would just, you know, make sure it's like safe space to communicate what however you're feeling and like do divvy up your time. You don't always have to be together. Um and I do like how you said, you know, make sure if you like add a date night or add whatever um, kind of like uh, activity that helps structure the day or like partition time where you're individual versus being together.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure.
1: Um, but yeah, I was also trying to think like it again, kind of back to how I'm a little happy that I'm like 28 and single, no kids, like when this is happening, because Uh I really feel for like parents or people like that, because like you, like going to work or like going out in the morning to the gym, coming back, getting ready and then going to work or getting the kids ready and dropping them off. Like those are like your little breaks. And so I feel so bad for everyone who's just working, working, working at home, getting like homeschooling, um, like they, you guys, I don't know how you do it. So shout out to you and make sure you're definitely communicating your needs and having time to yourself. I hope you guys can do that.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think you, you kind of like mentioned it in, in, in your advice, which is like that other person also needs their alone time to focus on themselves. Um, Mm -hmm. and some other people might not realize that. Um, so it is worth the conversation and being like, this is like an opportunity for you to also take some time to invest in yourself. Yeah. Um, Do the things that you want to do that don't require me, the things that make you feel better um, so that we can be like, enjoy each other, I guess to a larger degree and each other's company.
1: Definitely. Um, Do you think like, I don't know, this is like, if you don't mind me asking how the experience has been for you guys with sheltering in place overall for the past, like two and a half months, do you think it's been like a positive experience? Cause I feel like I've heard um, just general rumblings like around the world that like relationships aren't going well because of sheltering in place. And I wanted to get your take on that, especially like with this kind of like focus question of like, I know you guys said you did the date thing. Have you done any other, tips to make sure like you individually, you guys are staying like sane.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think, no, I wholeheartedly agree with you. And I honestly like had my concerns going into it primarily because we do both kind of, uh, experience the world in different ways in the sense that I'm Mm -hmm. very loud, talkative, outgoing. And, Mm Which are things that I love about myself, to be to be fair. Um, I love it, too. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, but I do think it's healthy for the people around me to probably get a little bit of separation. <laughs> um, whereas, like, he's very much, uh, I would say, like, a little bit more internal. He's also, like, social and outgoing. Um, mm-hmm. But in the sense that, like, he also very much enjoys, like, his quiet and things to be a little more peaceful. Mm-hmm. So I did think that maybe over some time there would be a tension that grew there. But... It hasn't. I think it's been a really, really nice experience and like solidifying us and our relationship. Um, But like we do have to acknowledge that like the situation is frustrating. And Mm -hmm. so finding ways to kind of like relieve tension together. um, Mm -hmm. We've been going out like not this weekend, but the weekend before we went out and bought a bunch of groceries and like filled the thermos with some hot water, took some instant coffee, some like hot chocolate mix and some mm-hmm. sandwiches. And we just like drove an hour out of the city and went for like a nine kilometer hike.
1: Oh, um, lovely. I think I saw pictures.
0: Yeah. It was super nice. It was like it was just walking on some trails, like being out in nature, you don't really have to like say much, just, um, mm-hmm. you know, get out of the routine and doing things like that and finding things like that, that we can do together has been really, really helpful. So it is like a growing together. Yeah. Activity.
1: But still knowing that you got to focus on yourself too.
0: Exactly. Have you like found that even though you're like living alone, that you are still kind of, do you feel a pressure to like help and uh, I don't know, be a support for people that aren't physically there with you?
1: Yeah, I think, um, especially with like my other single friends around the world, um, who or like, don't even have roommates, for example. Um, it's like we lean on each other a lot and definitely are like FaceTiming maybe a little more than we used to before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that's good, but I, I think because we're not like living together, like in each other's space, it hasn't felt any like, um, you know, I don't think I've had the, um, not feeling of like burden per se of someone else, but like, since we have the space, I don't think I've felt like I am not able to focus on myself. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it's, good that i have various friends i can lean on and they can lean on me i hope that i've been like helpful in this time with to them um but yeah it's just definitely a different like take on how things are going when you're single without even like a roommate or kids um but yeah i kind of can't imagine it another way like i said so again shout out to all you and you salvador and sheltering in place with someone else i don't know how <laughs> use the word, but I feel like if you put
0: kids in the mix. It's a little more complicated, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, mom, aren't you so glad the kids are 18 and 20. The my brothers that live at home. I was like, can you imagine homeschooling them? And she was like, no, I'm so happy because <laughs> 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 they just like sleep till one and she's like crunching away at work in her office. So things are going smoothly for her. At oh, least perfect.
0: Yeah. I would, say I, would yeah. say, I feel like in my family's like situation, both of my parents are working, but my brother has been at home and like school was mm-hmm. canceled for the rest of the year. Um, oh
1: my gosh. so I think
0: there's kind of this like pressure when my parents come home to like spend time with my brother cause he's been locked up inside all day. And you know, he's, he's oh, a 16 yeah. year old boy who, you know, this is the time to be out and about and like mm-hmm. being reckless and a teenager and he can't, um, so I'm sure that also was like taking a toll on my parents who Yeah work in long days, but I like sent them the like uh. I said like, last time I was like I sent them the little foot massage thing, like
1: Yeah. You know, <laughs> You're relax, thinking of them
0: treat yourself. Exactly. Uh, cool. Well shall we jump into question number two?
1: Yes. Um okay. Well this one spoke to me because this is is me. Um, basically the question is how do you increase your attention span? And I guess like have better focus subsequently because you're doing that. Um, and kind of like I mentioned at the beginning where I feel like this topic of focus and me not having good focus is infiltrating like all aspects of my life. This one like spoke to me because this is going to sound weird, but I feel like, like a small thing, like when I want to relax and like, as we know, I love watching TV, or I try to switch it up and like watch a movie that I haven't seen or one that I really like. I feel like I can't even focus on that. And I'm, I know I'm not on my phone because I like. Like when I choose a movie, I'm like, I want to watch this rather than like mindlessly like I do with TV sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I cannot get through a movie. And I don't know what it is. And I don't know what I'm doing if besides probably staring off into space. But I'm wondering if this is just like, is this, I'm try, I was trying to think if it's like because of like quarantine stuff um, or if I was like this before. And I know this seems like really lame that like I can't focus on a movie, but I think it's weird. And I don't know. How do I increase my attention span? I don't know. It spoke to me in that way.
0: There's like, there's a surgery for it. Like really simple. Just go to your doctor and be like, can you do like the focus enhancer? Okay. Yeah. It'll be like a good 30,000 euros, but like, you'll be a zombie when you come out, you know, you have one thing on the mind.
1: (laughs) I've always wanted that. Um, just as long as they can like also smooth some wrinkles and tighten my forehead when they head in there. That's cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's it's included in the 30,000 euros. All in one. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that is Uh, such a good question.
1: I just Uh, feel like we're always like overstimulated and which I like am, I'm always on my phone. Um, but I know like i purposefully like, so this is why it's weird to me that I like can't finish a movie or like focus on the movie for example that i've like purposely chose and Mm -hmm. i'm like worried for my hobby of watching tv and movies now
0: yeah like for me like the first thing that came up with like thinking about this is like you know how there's this like the hierarchy of needs Mm -hmm. like if if you can't focus on like what you have in front of you it's because your mind is trying to like invade with something else that it seems to perceive to be more important at the time. Mm
1: -hmm. Like
0: you have a different need that needs to be met. So you're trying to watch this movie, but you realize Mm -hmm. that you, I don't know, forgot to respond to a specific work email or you forgot Mm -hmm. to pay a bill or you've been putting a, you know, you were supposed to cook dinner tonight. Um,
1: Yeah. Maybe I'm just like dwelling on these things without like, consciously realizing it because i'm not like stopping the movie or like what i'm doing to go you know answer the email or whatever it may be so
0: i'm just like chilling you are (laughs) you are taking zero time from being like employee bianca to being like self-care bianca to being best friend bianca to being like you know good family member Bianca to like, it is all just one. Like you are you right now you like flip your hat immediately when a phone notification comes in or, um, mm-hmm. things like that. So because of this lack of separation, like you haven't really primed your brain to be in a specific zone. Um, um, mm-hmm. Which, you know, high psychology. I'm, I have a degree. Uh,
1: this is so fascinating to me. This is, this makes sense. Keep but talking. it's also I'm just writing, me I'm like, taking notes. Make,
0: <laughs> I'm just like making up science.
1: <laughs> no, you're not. This is legit.
0: Um, But like, I, I feel like uh, for me, that makes sense. Like the idea that if you're sitting there and you can't focus on the movie that you're watching, just like pause it for a second. Right. And then grab a piece of paper and say, what am I like freaking out about right now? Am I freaking out about that work email? Like, say it's, like, I still have two days to answer it. I will answer it first thing tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm.
1: that bill needs
0: to be paid. Let me just pull out my phone right now, scan the damn, like, code and send off the payment and, like, chill. Um, yeah. So either take, either, like, compartmentalize the things, be like, okay, this can get done tomorrow and it will get done tomorrow. I will make it my priority for tomorrow morning. This I can take care of now. Like, push these, you know – these invading thoughts like address them or shove them into a different category and then reattempt to focus.
1: Yeah. So I guess maybe it's like a sign of, right. Like you said, like I have no like separation of like where one Bianca ends, the other begins or like tasks at hand. And maybe it's like a sign of like anxiousness that I can't, mm-hmm. Focus on, like, a movie, which is supposed to be relaxing and chill, and I chose the movie because I want to see it, or I like it, or whatever it may be, and I, yeah, can't even tell you what's happening, like, while I'm supposedly sitting there watching it.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Like, if the anxiety is sourced by, like, these tasks, you know, these other needs that need to be met, then... Maybe, like, that That could be helped by what I just recommended. But if it really is just sourced from, like, an emotional, like, weight that you're having a hard time overcoming. And we know with a lot of things, like, from mental health-wise, sometimes they don't have, like, a tangible root cause. Like, mm-hmm. just the circumstance that you're in is highly stressful, and that can induce an anxiety that's very hard for you to, like, push aside. Um, And in those cases, I think, you know, if you have access to a therapist could be a good option. Um, Mm -hmm. but like maybe taking the time to try to transition from being one Bianca to the next.
1: Yeah. Like consciously be like, okay, I'm done with this for the day now on to relaxing Bianca. And then if I can't focus, then I'm going to do what you said, like kind of pause. And well, again, this is just in the context of like a movie, but obviously this could be used in, when you feel like you can't focus in any scenario,
0: (laughs) but for me,
1: we know I'm always laying on my couch. Um, so (laughs) just kind of like take a pause, take a step back and try to just jot down what's running through your mind or like consciously start thinking about what's going on. That's not allowing you to focus and jot it down. Um, and then, yeah, just like go from there and kind of like sign out next steps for lack of a better word.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like also makes me think of um so I remember when I first moved here and honestly like this was like something that was hitting me in Madison too. Um I was wasting my evenings when I would come home from work. So this is even mm-hmm. giving yourself time to like do the separation. Um I would walk in the door and I would turn on the TV and sit on the couch. And, like, even though I had these, you know, visions of grandeur, like, I'm going to go to the gym after work today or I'm going to cook my dinner instead of order out. Um, And because I just turned on the TV and sat on the couch, like, that's it. I gave up my evening. Mm -hmm. It was very hard to reactivate myself. And Mm -hmm. I had read this article that said, like, the first 15 minutes of your entrance into your home is the most like critical because it'll determine how the rest of your night goes.
1: Mm, Like that is good for me to know.
0: (laughs) Put away your phone. Like don't turn on the TV, like spend those 15 minutes in silence, like putting your stuff down, changing into, you know, whatever clothing you want, like prime yourself in those 15 minutes to do the things that you want to do. Um, And don't just mindlessly like take on something like scrolling through Instagram or your Facebook feed. Because that's the end of it. And so the way I think like that might apply here is okay, so you had work Bianca, like close the laptop and then before you turn on the TV or grab the phone, spend fifteen minutes like becoming the next Bianca. Okay.
1: I like this. And also this sounds applicable to like waking when you wake up too. And like for the set the tone of the day, because I feel like I grab my phone <laughs> when I wake up and um check like notifications and stuff like that. And then it's like, Oh, we're 20 minutes. We've just been laying around like, what's up and at Um, So I feel like I could also apply it to like first thing when I wake up too
0: yeah, to like for sure. set the
1: tone for the day.
0: That definitely like helped me. Cause I would have my gym bag like prepped right by my door with all my stuff. And so actually mm-hmm. like, the first 15 minutes were actually just me coming in the door, putting down my backpack and grabbing my gym bag and like out the door,
1: just leaving again. Yeah. That
0: helped better than like expecting myself to like, come in, put things down, change in my apartment and then leave. Yeah. Like there was just way too many opportunities for me to like find an excuse to sit down.
1: Yeah. I think the key is like, car uh, com, what is it compartmentalization is that the word yeah compartmentalize on, yeah um when I feel like it's really clear I'm not focusing on whatever it may be and yeah. just like taking a step back and doing that exercise will be good it's oh. like the first thing I need to do and then like you said the 15 minute giving yourself 15 minutes to kind of like transition thing mm-hmm. would also help me have better focus yes I like these ideas I wrote them down you should see my notebook right now also (laughs) it's in red so it's kind of like it's not stressful it's just like I need to do it (laughs) yeah I love
0: that well I think you know based on like a lot of what you just said and your experience I think question three really really fits which is like when is it okay to forgive yourself for constantly losing focus
1: hmm Because, like, girl, you got to forgive yourself. (laughs) I know. Um, I don't know. What do we think is appropriate? I mean, I think I definitely... um, It takes me a while to come to terms with, like, maybe my actions or lack of actions, like, being good or bad or, like, forgiving myself. So I feel like if... I feel like it takes me a while, but if I were to s- give advice <laughs> to people, I would say like, if you recognize that it's happening and that you don't want it to happen, or like you're upset with yourself that something is happening or not happening, okay. Like not having focus. Um, and you recognize it in the moment, like, again, just to back to my simple example of, <laughs> I can't focus on this movie. Um, just being like, you know what, that's okay. Um, We're, what do we want to like achieve tomorrow? Like, why did we want to watch this movie in the first place? Like, how can we better like relax tomorrow or something? Um, But I mean, I know for me personally, I did, I don't do it right away and I don't do it the next day. It might put me into a little bit of a hole um, and which might make me even, worse like for the remainder of the week in terms of like oh well you know i didn't like complete this today or like have focus on this today so the whole week is kind of like shot we'll try again like on monday (laughs) um is a lot of times the approach i take i am trying to be better about that though especially with like being at home all the time is like nope you're always at home so let's like leave the house and go on your 10,000 step walk type things, um, which is different than just focus, but just general like tasks like that. Um, But I think like, if you know that it's basically, if you know you can wallow a little bit (laughs) um, and then like improve after that wallowing is done, then that's fine. But if you are the type of person who will let it continue in a downward spiral, then um you should get on the forgiveness train like right away, as soon as you recognize it, because you deserve to, you know, be in a good mood. And you know, you shouldn't keep yourself down.
0: Yeah. No, I you do something about but yeah. Like in my mind, I was thinking like forgive yourself for that like inability to focus in like when you have the self-awareness to realize that like the source of that lack of focus is just something that you can't control, which is very Mm. like much the truth in this situation. Right? Like I think a lot of people have a loss of focus and yes, it feels like there's competing priorities because there's no predictability. Who knows what tomorrow will be like. Um, the, the instability has, you know, what ifs running through our mind a million times a day and that can be make it very hard to like keep your your focus on one thing and that that's where I say like the forgiveness should come in um like if you are able to source your inability to focus to very specific needs that you need to address like I had mentioned earlier do it like that Mm -hmm. is improvement in yourself and maybe like a way to kick yourself in the butt a little bit to like feel a little Mm -hmm. guilty that I just keep delaying this one thing, knowing that you will feel a lot better when it's done. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, don't be too harsh on yourself based on just what power you have over your situation.
1: Yeah. Self-love, y'all.
0: Self-love. We're all about that self-love.
1: Give yourself a hug tonight.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna. You better, too.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> Oh. It's time, you know we're si- well, I'm seven weeks into quarantine and you're almost three months in so
0: yeah yeah I am, it's I am time, time to hug it out. Truth <laughs> Oh well, I loved that as a theme um
1: yeah thanks for I, submitting questions everyone.
0: yeah you guys are great. Um, we really hope this next one is like okay, we're finally actually gonna like get away from. <laughs> the COVID-19 related topics.
1: Yeah, don't send us any topics about COVID-19. We will shout you out and say you ruined our day.
0: (laughs) Hashtag ignored. Um, (laughs) But this itself is our 12th episode.
1: Woo! Clap.
0: Clap, clap,
1: clap. (laughs) Clap We'll be
0: there for you. Um, (laughs) So, which makes our next episode, episode 13.
1: Oh, shit. Lucky number
0: 13. Lucky number is 13. It lucky? I mean, I, I don't really believe... I'm not very superstitious.
1: Oh, my God. Well, we got to talk about that
0: because
1: exactly. the next theme is <laughs> we're going to do superstitions slash conspiracy theories. There's a wide range here, a lot up for grabs, so send them in to us. Um via social medias we have um our anonymous google submission form linked in our instagram as well as our email um we want to hear from you guys what should we cover in the next episode
0: and i will i will set the record straight now before we even have the episode everything you've ever heard from a mexican grandma about going outside with (gasps) wet feet (gasps) will definitely get you sick there we go Mm mm-hmm
1: So we're not going
0: to dive into that one. That one's just a fact. That one's just a fact. Uh, But yes, I'm looking forward to seeing what questions you guys come up with. Um, Make sure to follow us on Life with Salvador and Bianca on Instagram. My personal Instagram handle is salvadoresparza.jr.
1: And mine is bbonks with two S's. Hit us up.
0: Hit us up. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode and... We'll talk to you soon.
1: Talk to you guys later. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.